Welcome to episode 236 of the Active Photographer Podcast, your behind-the-scenes glimpse into the day-to-day life of a working professional photographer, with me, Giles Babbage. Regular listeners will know that each year I head off to the photography show at Birmingham's NEC. And each year, I always come away with a number of recordings made live with various manufacturers and service providers. Well, the most recent event was no exception. As ever, I caught up with Nikon's Rob McNeese, and on this occasion, we discussed new releases in their current lineup of prime lenses. You'll be hearing this shortly, but first, I'm in conversation with Dane Howard from Trove, a company who's recently entered the photography market with a fresh take on insurance for your camera gear. So, welcome. One and all, to The Active Photographer, episode 236. So I'm sat here just across from the uh, stand with uh, Dane Howard, who is the Chief Experience Officer. Now, this is a new brand, a new company for me. Uh, I think your first time at the show? First time at the show. We're announcing essentially our entree into photography world. And if you've not heard of these guys, uh, Trove is essentially an insurance company built on technology which doesn't necessarily go hand in hand we were just before we started recording we were talking about traditional photographic insurance just like any insurance it can be a little bit outdated it feels very inaccessible um oh hang on just gonna pause there Okay, that was bound to happen. It's the, the end of uh, one of the days here at the show, and uh, we, we did say if the, if the uh, tannoy uh, piped up, then we'd just uh, pause. So, uh, yeah, so let's just get straight into it. Tell us what uh, Trove is, um, the, the fundamentals of, of your system. Sure. So, very simply, a great way to think about Trove is a virtual camera bag. Now, just about everyone that is a photographer today has a smartphone, either it's iOS or Android, and this is really a digital record of all the gear that you have, and it's really easy to add the gear to your virtual camera bag, but the real key is that we allow you to protect what you want, when you want, for any duration you want, and this has been really great for a type of photographer that's on the go. And a lot of uh, you guys listening are, yeah, you're keen enthusiast photographers, and, and many of you I know are looking to break into photography, or maybe semi-pro. You're starting to get your kit together. You're starting to um, maybe pick up the odd shoot here and there, and that's the way it often works. You have your your day job and you shoot at the weekends, and this is where the Trove system comes into its own. So just let's talk about uh, the the app. Um, platform and and how that is a great enabler to this this demographic yeah great well trove here is is live in the uk if you go to trov.com you can kind of see what trove is all about and the first thing you do is you can really just give it three pieces of information just who you are where you're located just through your zip code and your age and you can get a personalized quote on something that you might have in your bag already and you can trove is so flexible that you can protect something in the morning and unprotect it in the afternoon mm-hmm. if you like. It's really great for travelers. So you could basically say, ah, I'm, I have a gig or I'm going to go traveling. I'm going to just bring this piece of equipment 
and this particular tripod or and we have over 20,000 items in our catalog <laughs> so the process is really easy uh, if you can type on your phone you can search it just gets added so you find it and you add it and you keep doing that you can also take a photograph of you with it you can forward a receipt uh, you can scan a barcode there's several ways to add to your trove but once you have it in there that's the only time that you have to do that and then you can start to look at the different prices of what it would cost per day or per month and there's no contract that's the fundamental thing most times people think of insurance as, oh, I'm locked into a contract or a full year. We get a lot of questions like that. Mm -hmm. But when you think about how our lives are broken into moments, mm -hmm. this is a 300-year-old industry. Mm -hmm. And to think about how we live our lives with traditional insurance, mm -hmm. it's traditional insurance is like a blunt force object. Now, if you've ever had an event that you're shooting that starts and stops, mm -hmm. this is ideal, ideal for photographers because they have very expensive equipment that they carry with them and they're always on the go. And uh, this is a question that I um, sort of post to you, a lot of people will be thinking, well, hang on, um, yes, that does sound like me, but my cameras are insured on the household insurance. Now, that's fine, but as, as we were saying before, especially if you're going to earn money from your camera because this is your, you know, one or two shoots every month what have you the moment you step out of that front door you're actually not covered like you think you might be that's absolutely correct there's a lot of misconception that just because i have a home policy it does not cover in like 90 percent of the time that your gear is on the go now with the protection with trove you're covered anywhere in the world so you literally if you're having a vacation or a particular shoot or a particular job you can get on a train you can uh, get on a plane and you're covered uh, so it's having that on demand has been really really important so traditionally um, insurance companies will say this will give you maybe 30 days abroad uh, on, on your professional policy for yeah. argument's sake um, so you're saying and this is something I think the first time that I've heard this so you're saying that actually it is a you can use it as much as like abroad um, and it's, it's that hassle well it is isn't it it's that hassle free knowing that you're always covered wherever you happen to go that's right and that's something that's unique so Trove um, is a technology company out of Silicon Valley but is underwritten by large insurance companies so you can guarantee that you are going to be taken care of and we work with them specifically to have customers first and so in this case we worked really hard to make sure that there was a type of cover that you could go overseas and that you could travel and there was no time limit so with a new model you also learn a lot and so uh, what we found is that their phone is with them and one of the pain points was claims if you've ever had to make a claim awful experience but with Trove we designed a chatbot and the chatbot is intelligent and it asks you a simple series of conversations in a real friendly manner and it is smart enough to know when it has enough information that you need and it's on your phone so the perception we found is weeks but we can deliver a claim within hours and that's the part about getting someone right and whether that's a repair or replacement or even a, a cash uh, reimbursement the whole part is to do good with what you're paying for and that's kind of the part of the innovation that we've made and this i think the thing that is, is so striking about the product and the system is that we are so used to everything being so instant so mobile so uh, social media ready that it's not um, the the with insurance you don't 
wouldn't immediately think, oh, yeah, you could make that sort of, you know, phone-based or what have you. Um, but why not? You know, um, one of the things that's on the um, on the board uh, surrounding your, your stand here is uh, your amb- ambassador um, sort of arrangement. So tell us a little bit how that works. Oh, sure. So if you think about entering uh, an industry like photography and... The life of a photographer has many different kinds of needs. They have their laptops with them. They have different kinds of equipment with them. We're in a phase where we want to make sure we serve photographers well. That means we're listening. When we're listening, they're giving us feedback. So as we reach out to photographers, they tell us about how they work. We want to make sure that we serve them well. If we're missing some gear, we'll make sure that we add it. If we... um, if they're going to a part of the world that we don't cover, well, in this case, that wouldn't be the case because it's UK-based. But even photographers, we met one from Poland, and he's so excited to use Trove. <laughs> and we're not yet quite in, in Poland. But Trove is available in the UK, so any residents of the UK. It's available in Australia, and it's coming to the United States later this year. So what I'm excited about with our ambassador program is that we get all real working photographers that for, are from all different walks of life. I invited one into our ambassador program today who shoots some of the top uh, concerts in the world with some of the best artists. And he was so excited because he was like, I go all over the world and I carry my gear and he goes, my insurance cover, they're like, I'm not that happy with them. I'll give you guys a try. Yeah. So he's a perfect example of someone that we can listen to, that we can learn from. And the great thing is, is that when you bring that community into something like Trove, you start to share the stories, you start to share the learnings, and then we get a chance to elevate and show their work, which I love doing. So you've got a blog that that would be a, a good outlet. Yes, yeah, so you've got the blog, you've got the social, and it's this really wonderful thing. And then we make it, for some of our uh, uh, ones that are progressive, they can also share it with their networks as well. I mean, it just sounds like all rounds. A, a good rounded product so I'm excited for you guys that you know you've had such a good feedback and even uh, yesterday I was uh, talking to someone I haven't seen for a long time and they were excited they said, oh you've got to go and see these guys and we weren't even talking about insurance and all that sort of stuff they, they just said you know I've just come from this stand and they've got this ambassador uh, sort of thing and so word travels I mean of course it travels here because it's a, a big expo um, so I'm excited for you guys I think it's something that's going to shake up the you know the insurance world a little bit not to be over dramatic but i think just possibly this is something that a lot of people have been hoping that not necessarily they may not have thought about the 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 app um side of it but just the accessibility and breaking down those barriers to communication i uh, you and i have spoken uh, previously uh, just now about how in the past with the insurance companies I've wanted to change my address and not only is it a long-winded process but it's cost me a lot of money just to change like a couple of lines in an address yeah and that's the beauty of having a completely uh, re-engineered uh, soup to nuts it's in the cloud and it's a brand new uh, insurance platform that's mobile enabled so if you wanted to change your address you just pulled the mobile out of your pocket and you would change it if you wanted to unprotect something you could swipe to unprotect and the thing that's exciting for us is this is just the beginning we are moving towards an increasingly contextual and smarter type of cover it's not that we all of a sudden said oh we want people to 
be thinking about their insurance. No, not at all. We want people to just get on planes and go shooting. We want people to just to go about their day. And what's beautiful about these computers and supercomputers in our pocket is they have the sensors that give us the insight to say, Ah, you've left your house. It's time for us to turn this on. Ah, you're passing through an airport. What are you bringing with you? And the thing is, is that nice little intelligence and that that little, little notification says, Oh, I brought my headphones. I better add my headphones. Yeah. <laughs> and you might just be a photographer that's traveling to a shoot. Mm-hmm. And to have that extra assurance that yeah. you can go do what you want to do is the best thing that we can possibly imagine. Yeah. It all sounds very exciting. Uh, obviously, you guys listening will want to know how you can find out more. So let's uh, get that uh, web address again. Sure. So uh, Trove, T-R-O-V. Mm-hmm. And from there, you can learn more about what we're offering uh, you can also learn about our ambassador program. Uh, we've got series of pages that speak to photographers. And uh, certainly you can find us in the App Store for iOS or even um, for Android devices as well. Lovely. I will put a show notes uh, link in uh, for you guys as well because I know a lot of you talking of phones, you, you only ever listen to the, the podcast on your phone. Maybe you're, doing, you're washing up, maybe you're should be working and you'd rather listen to my dulcet tones who knows anyway um don't for now thank you so much for your time um i wish you all, all the best and uh yeah let's uh, let's see where this moves on forward oh, great pleasure thanks for having us As is now customary, I'm at the Nikon stand with Rob McNeese. It's, we say this every year, it's become a bit of a thing. We kind of say, what's new? What are we talking about this year? Always a pleasure. Likewise, yeah, very nice to see you, Giles. Yeah. And, and we thought this year we'd do something a little bit different because in the past we usually talk about uh, the new flagship model. You know, it might have been the D3, the D4, the, you know, what have you, um, and, and on and on it goes. This year we're going to be talking about lenses because I, I come to the stand with a, a question for myself regular listeners will know that I have taken to using prime lenses uh, as my sort of go-to lenses whilst I'm out on the hill or down on the shoreline because I'm trying to keep pack size and weight to uh, to a minimum. So in front of us we have a lineup of lenses, one of which I already have, which is the, uh, the Nikkor 35mm f1.8 and I've been talking to Rob about uh, just going a little bit wider and what would fit uh, my, my requirements and Rob has also brought out a rather lovely looking example of one of the new lenses so Rob let's just start where you like we okay. will cover all of these and we'll, we'll open the discussion up but uh, where do you want to start well, let's, uh, should we leave the best till last yeah, go so on. we'll <laughs> come back to the 105mm um, but basically we've got uh, a really good range of f1.8 lenses which are relatively affordable they're all the kind of four five hundred pound mark and I think a lot more photographers these days are enjoying using primes. Um, it's a personal choice, you know. I guess sometimes having a zoom gives you a bit more flexibility. But if you want to develop a personal style, um, prime lenses, you know, give, give you that. And they, I think they save the photographer from being lazy sometimes. They make you think about your composition. And it's very easy for a photographer to just become lazy and zoom into the subject, whereas primes do make you think a little bit more about your subject and, and how it works. So, yeah, I mean, the lenses that we've got uh, physically in front of us right now, as Giles said, the 35-1.8. Um, we've also got the 20mm 1.8, which is, which is a newer one, and we do a 28 in that range as well. They're all of a similar kind of build, construction. They're relatively lightweight, so good for people 
that are travelling. Mm. Uh, you know, even some of our, our sort of f2.8 zoom lenses can be very heavy. Yeah. And these will give you similar in terms of optical performance, perhaps even better well, than some of the zooms. That's why I've always liked to say that the 35 also have the 50 mil as well, yeah. and the overall size uh, and the weight—they're very light, compact. You can take them out on a day trip, and you, you don't. You don't notice it. I did a recent overnighter. I had a 60-litre pack with all my camping equipment and everything. Um, and it was it was just, you know, it, it's, it's the perfect combination. And like you say, the, the sharpness of those is, is phenomenal. Absolutely. They're, they're, they really are brilliant. And I, we've had a lot of feedback from photographers that are brought into this range saying they really like them. And as you say, the, what the, the weight saving is a big thing, um, if, if nothing else. Um, so, yeah, no, they're great. I didn't mention that we do, uh, you said the 50mm 1.8 as well, and then there's an 85 as well. And they're, they're really highly regarded. You know, obviously they're not going to be as good optically as their 1.4, you know, equivalents. Um, but they are still very, very sharp lenses. So I think it's, it's nice to see people using primes. Um, it's, you know, it's quite refreshing. Yeah. And you mentioned the 85. Now, that's quite a big lens by comparison, it's isn't it? It's physically a fair bit bigger, um, yeah. Which, yeah. For, for if I was doing commercial shoots or if I was in the studio situation, it's not a problem. And, and a lot of people will be thinking, well, weight isn't an issue. I chuck them in a pelly case, I drag them along the forecourt, and, you know, I'm, I'm there to shoot. So that neatly brings us on to this, this new... Uh, prime that we've got in front of us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is something that a lot of photographers wanted to see on our stand um, this year at the photography show. And this is the 105mm f1.4 lens. Um, it really is a big beast. It's you know, it's it's, it's quite chunk- weighty. I don't know the weight, but it's you know, it's probably 500 grams plus. So it's yeah. a you know, it's, it's a very solid piece of kit and an absolutely huge front element on yeah, it. And you know, absolutely. you've got a very serious lens when you've got this in your hand. And um, to, to yeah. give you guys an idea, if you haven't seen this lens, you imagine a brandy glass that. Sort, yeah. of, sort of, it's that sort of round as an idea. Absolutely, it's a brandy glass full of very good quality brandy as well. <laughs> yeah, um, no, it's an awesome lens, and uh, some of the feedback we've had from photographers, it's like wow, it's the sharpest lens I've ever used, and um, unlike quite a lot of other 1.4 lenses it's actually sharp throughout the range so you can get you know absolutely crystal um, you know clear sharpness on your um, your depth of field with uh, at 1.4 you don't have to stop down um, it's it's stunning really really nice I've used it myself and uh, love it absolutely love it yeah and in terms of you know the, the, the technical um, sort of bells, whistles, uh, switches, what have you. Very simple. Again, you've got the, the manual or manual stroke autofocus uh, switch yep. on, on the side there. Yes. But it, essentially, there's apart from the line, you know, the, the, the marker for lining up, there's not a lot to it. It's just a nice, simple... It is design. a very, very simple design. Um, it's also our newer style of lens as well. It's, a, it's an E-series, which means it's got an electromagnetic aperture. So that, that, that gives a, a lot of advantages for the photographer. So um, with our old lenses, you used to have a little aperture control lever at yes. the back but this does it electromagnetically now from the body which means that you get much more accurate accurate exposures um, if you're stopping down whether you're using it for video or for stills each picture you take will be exactly the same the lens will stop down to exactly the same spot on the iris so that um, offers you know a lot more um, control for for customers I I guess Um, so yeah yeah no I mean it's it's the newest sort of technology but you're right in terms of its actual look it's it's very simple very beautiful really yeah (laughs) and and the great thing with Nikon of course is essentially uh, the the lenses are backwards compatible because of the lens mount now you've got the electromagnetic thing here and of course that's that's you're still going to be able to use that on on older you can still use it on older cameras absolutely yeah Yeah. I mean the beauty of Nikon uh, one thing we didn't mention is uh, we're actually celebrating our 100th year Mm. this year 
year. Yeah. So it's quite an important year for Nikon uh, as a brand. Um, and as you probably know, we've had uh, the Nikon F mount since 1959. So it's over 50 years of history. And the beauty is we haven't changed that. So, you know, on most of our modern DSLRs, you can put any lenses going back for a number of years. And of course, a lot of filmmakers like the old manual lenses because they're Absolutely. focusing manually. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some of the old lenses are some of the sharpest still around. Absolutely, yeah. No, Nikon have been making quality glass for a long time. And whilst the, the technology does improve and the, the, the lenses are getting sharper and sharper, you know, a lot of photographers are often commenting on their old lenses from the 1970s or 1960s <laughs> that they still use and they're still perfectly happy with, yeah. But we've, we've had this conversation uh, in the past. I still shoot on the old uh, 80-200 AFS 2.8. Yes. Uh, I've tried the newer versions. They're nice. Yeah. But there's something about that lens which was it was at the end of I say at the end of film it was kind of the film digital crossover period um, that that lens on my cameras and the way that I shoot has a certain quality that I really like I don't I can't can't yeah. quite put my finger on it yeah but that works for me. It may not work for everyone else, but yeah. it works for me. <laughs> no, absolutely. No, some of our old glass is great. I think I'm going to have to loan you the new 7200 FL, though, and see if I can sway well, you to see, go. This, this is, yeah. you, when, when you lent me the, uh, the D810, yes. um, it was, I think my, my remarks were something along the lines of, you bugger, that's the camera that the D800 should have been. Yes. Uh, yeah. It was not a derogatory, it was not a nasty, it, it was, I appreciate the way that technology evolves, but there were certain things, as with all cameras, uh, across all brands, there are updates which there will always be something, thinking, if only they'd done this. And of course, they listen, you guys listen to the everyone shooting pictures regularly, uh, you get your feedback, and that's what comes through in the second generation or the updates. Um, so, you know, primes are obviously, uh, just going back to the lenses, prime, primes are, like you say, gaining ground as, as a favourite again, you know. People still use the zooms as they always do. So is, is this a direction that Nikon are really sort of pushing or going to be pushing forward, do you know? Is it... I think we'll continue with both. I think it's because we've kind of refreshed our primes recently and we we're in the, it's kind of an ongoing process, but because we're at a stage now where lots of our older prime lenses have been replaced from ones that were out in the market for you know 10 years or so, I think it's kind of rejuvenated a lot of Nikon yeah. users' um, interest in, in using primes. So I think it's an ongoing thing, and not every photographer is going to use primes. and uh, you know Some do prefer zooms and the sort of the flexibility that they give you. Uh, but yeah, we we are seeing a lot more people, so I think we'll continue to do both, um, and they'll run, you know, they'll run in tandem. But there are photographers like yourself that can see the benefits of using both and use different types of lenses for well, different applications. As I said to you just before we started recording, you know, when I'll go out to specifically shoot a short uh, film, even if it's maybe a three-minute sort of uh, thing, by the time it's all put together, I'll I'll take my 24-70, my 80 to 200. I'll probably take a couple of primes as well, just because I like the quality of those for certain shots. Um, so it is. It, they are tools. They are there to be used. And in your specific hands, <coughs> excuse me, your specific hands, you know what works in specific situation. Yeah. So, um, say. It's always good to see updates, to see what's going along. I hope you guys have found it interesting to take a slight uh, detour from the usual that we've done over the previous years, try to keep it a bit fresh. Uh, Rob, of course, we want to send people in the right direction and we'll link in the show notes, but uh, where should people go if they want to check out the lineup of lenses? Um, you can check out all our current lens lineup at www.nikon.co.uk. So they're, they're all there, everything's listed. Yeah. Lovely. Awesome. Yeah. As ever, a pleasure. Thanks Great. so much. Yeah, thank you very much, Charles. Cheers.
As ever, I'd love to hear your thoughts about the developments discussed, so please do drop me a line. You can check out all the show notes to this and other week's shows at theactivephotographer.com. If you'd like to get in touch directly, don't forget I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Giles Babbage. There's the Facebook page, facebook.com slash theactivephotographer. Or, of course, send me a good old-fashioned email, giles at theactivephotographer.com. So thanks for listening, everyone. Take care, have a great week, and I will speak to you all very soon.